welcome to the Musicians Insider. I'm Cronus, ah. and today we have another very special guest because they're all very special. But yet again, none and only Ryan Tracy, actor, um, bartender person, and things like that. Uh, excellent, uh, positive vibe friend, and uh, I like glad I can call him a friend. Um, I've known Ryan since. Um, I think it was around 2016 or 17, probably 2017, I think it was 2017. Yeah. When we, uh, just randomly had a flat where we had to, he was one of the roommates who came in instead of someone from Australia. And, uh, and then after another stint, we uh, ended up living together again because we couldn't find cool people to live with. <laughs> like, pretty funny. If so, it ain't broke, don't fix it is usually how that should go. So bro, I would like to hear a little bit, uh, a RyanTracy.org update. Oh, dot org update. I did. I'm just I joking. Donating to charities. Um, well, uh, I'm going out. I got a, this interest for this Irish musical that someone is making. Um, it's based off of this book that's like the IRA with a little bit of a supernatural twist. It's called The Irish Sword. Great book. You should read it. I'm like ch chapter 10 so far. A lot, a lot of fun, interesting stuff. There's, there's, a, there's a cowboy that shows up. I was thrown off guard, but I loved it. Um, my red beard mainly got the interest for the role. It was great. <laughs> that Red Dead Redemption helps you with that studying. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. St studying Patrick, or what was it? Sean. Sean, that was that was the guy that was helping out old Arthur and all of his pals. I usually get kind of, um, what's the word? When, when Ryan does accents at bars and whatnot, I generally shy away from the conversation, but I think he's gotten it better, a little better in his, in his years as actor. <laughs> practice makes perfect man <laughs> um so there's that um i'm working with another friend of mine who has his original anime that's going to be produced and he wants me to do some voiceover roles for that so i'm going to read a couple of those sides for him and we're going to decide where he wants to put me um can't say the name of any of that but i can say that i'm doing something <laughs> tell people you have a face for anime only a face only a mother could love well i think that's great um You've done a lot of acting on camera. I've seen Ryan do some uh, really good in-person theater acting. Remember that time there was that play that all I can remember about it is that it was next door to French Stewart. Yeah, that's right. No, that um, the uh, story of every play ever performed. That was really good because they made it look like all the actors were not ready for the play, but that was the play. And it was really well done because they came across like they weren't ready, but they nailed it. Mm-hmm. Really it was well it was the best acting of not acting I've ever done, I'd say. You have to play an actor that's not very good. You're pretty good. <laughs> it was and there's actually more that he added to it, so it could be an even longer play. He's been trying to get it off the ground for a while, but his life got in the way. That was um, a great play. Uh just Yeah, he's gonna call sweet. us all back for it. It's really nice. I hope I'm he does. Excited to do it again. Yeah, right. How about you, buddy? Let's hear some new stuff for you. Um, is there a, a tour in mind, possibly? Well, um, like I've been lawyering all day. Um, a lot of good things <laughs> happening. So basically, we're making an announcement soon. And August 6th, my record's going to be dropping. And we just shot a video in Toronto for the single I'm Not Sorry. And my Rick and Morty shirt arrived with my custom avatar. That's my So every, everybody that actually listens in, you got to go pick up that vinyl as soon as it's there or cd or however yeah, the kids do it these we're actually days. gonna do only digital distribution first because it's a little pricey to get the vinyl rolling at the beginning and once you have a right base that's when you start doing that so that's actually was discussed a little bit um but and what platforms are that is that going to be releasing on everywhere 
Oh, Spotify, Apple Music, all the all the. Well, Spotify is my least favorite place, but it'll be everywhere. Oh, good. Spotify is my most favorite, so I'll go find it there. <laughs> Very cool. Apparently, Apple Music is what you want if you get the Apple headset. Oh, yeah. I hear, Oh, those like new Spatial Apple. Spatial audio. Yeah. It's, once you go there, you don't go back because uh, Spotify will not have the ability to handle that yet. I'm sure they'll, they should be able to afford to, but I'm sure. Yeah. They just yeah, pay they'll artists. pick up somebody to. Unless you're Drake, you don't make any money on Spotify. <laughs> so last I checked, that wasn't Drake. Yeah, no, quite a quite a few things that make you not Drake. <laughs> but we're back in the T dot. Yay. A little little homegrown fun for yourself there. Yeah. So are you writing or are you working on any new projects or have you got any ideas or storylines or something that you're actually creating yourself or the timelines for them are very up in the air, but um there's a writer's group that I work with and I got a lot of good feedback for a kind of therapeutic short film that I want to create. And also one of those members, we approach each other with both of our noir ideas that we've already written. We each those have a few cool. episodes of each. Can you explain what that is for people who may not know? Uh, noir is basically a classic style of detective work in LA. And it's like all the old like trench coats and fedoras and Tommy guns, like 1950s mobster style shit. Now um, is Sin City in that or no? Yes, Sin is. City okay. is in that category. That is noir. Usually it's black and white. It has all those like inner Elements. monologue things. Yeah. So um, it's always interesting for me to hear advice for my audience. Um, I know this is the musicians insider. So even though there are a lot of actors who are musicians, I guess I really want to just get advice for some budding actors who maybe are you've been in LA, you've gone out to LA to be an actor, you're from the New York area. For people who haven't done that yet, because you're still a little new, I think the best advice to get from someone like yourself would be, what are some tips you have for people who might do what you had already done? Um, one of the one of the biggest things that I learned the hard way is that it's not as romanticized as everyone thinks it is when you're coming out from a small town or even from other big cities to come out here. And being a bartender or a server, that's that flexibility is false. Unless you already come out and you're booking like a gig a day, uh, having like a full-time 40 hours a week job is actually something that gave me the ability to do more acting. It gave me the ability to afford this voiceover class, to afford fitness, to like in the stress part, knowing my bills are gonna be paid and not having to jump through hoots to make the bills. So just not relying on the whole I can be a bartender and do everything because I did that. And it was the most stressful, like self-loathing period of my life. <laughs> right. And you want to be like, the last thing you want to be in a new city is depressed about your situation when you just came from like a, a town where everything was easy. And it's so hard in LA because mm -hmm. rent is so expensive just to stay home for a whole lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Because then, too, if you're stressed out and you can't, like, make the payments and you can't make rent, like, it's, like, if you want to do 40 hours a week bartending, now there's 40 hours a week. You're guaranteed two weeks paycheck. But, like, it's, you can't experience the city if you don't have any money. And you can't make the connections, go to the parties that get you in the room with people. You can't forward the who you know portion of what you know in acting without any of that money and like, if you're always working you miss money talks. parties right you're, you said that you have well, time you have time or you have money there's always that equation right 
yeah, in the 40 hours a week, if you've got that specifically, you could make plans for those times. Now, my piece of the puzzle here was I was in, actually worked at Nortel at the age of 20. And being able to continue a high tech sort of salaried job, even doing consulting now, I do SEO as uh, my, my day gig usually, being able to convert that into, you know, choosing how you work and when you work and having clients where you, you aren't nine to five anymore. Um, that's been my solution so that I have the time when I need to, to go in and prepare for a shoot a video or something or, or you know, pre rehearse or travel and still work remotely, but still get the spend the time with my to get my clients what they deserve. So I think that's really important to understand the work and balance is still there. Like even if my stuff becomes wildly successful, I'm not, you know, stopping all other work because I've never made money from music. And today we were talking about how I've, I've never made money from music. And they said, well, you, you might start now. And I thought, well, that's great. It's just going to be all reinvested back in because I'm not used to that being a, in an income flow, but maybe someday it will. And uh, that'll mm -hmm. be fantastic. And then I can hire my friends to come on the road. So that's what we're working on, my friend. Exciting times. Um, ah, absolutely. <laughs> I haven't been able to cross the border yet because of this whole I guess it's called COVID-19. Have you heard of that? But um, after July 16th, they're changing some rules here. I'm not 100% of the border rules on the 21st, but it sounds like it's coming along. So I'm hoping to make a little trip down there on the 24th. On the 23rd, I mentioned my grandma's turning 105. Thought I'd say that as a shout out to my grandma. She's seen... Happy birthday, Grandma Cronus. A pandemic before. Twice. Yeah, it's, twice. I don't think I've ever talked to her about it, and now she's a little bit like the the memory won't be there for that, but um, we'll see. Anyhow, much much love to the fam on that. But um, it's great to see you. So, how is your? Um, I guess we we'll, we won't get into personal stuff, but I think some of our friends that you've been hanging out with. Is there anything coming up that you're excited about? Um, any new new stuff or any advice for young? I guess advice is what I really want here. Let's go for advice for people that are coming out here. Aside from things you didn't expect, what would you sort of recommend people do? Um, try to find an agency as soon as possible. What's an example of an agency? Um, I have Firestarter Entertainment. So you basically link up with them and they'll send you the auditions. And even if it's just some commercial work at the beginning, that's still stuff you can add to your reel. Uh, and find, find a solid class to enroll in because that's where you start making connections and you start having content because a lot of it is about having content and being out in the open here in LA because you never know who's going to be there and think you're awesome. And so would you recommend Upright Citizen Brigade versus Groundlings or one over the other or either or whatever's closer to you or both or something like that just to meet people get started? It's it's a perf personal pref preference kind of thing. Um, everybody, the thing with acting is everybody's going to go on their own journey. They're going to get called to whatever they really feel they get called to. Um, mine happened to be such a voice for voiceover work and doing voiceover classes. Some people might do Upright Citizens Brigade. Some people might do Groundlings. It's, it's, it's all depends on where you personally get pulled to. The thing is, is just to go head in and do it. Right. So if you have nothing, go to one of those places and then you'll have something. <laughs> Maybe. It's all about how you also use what they give you. Oh, and let's not forget about the table. We should give a shout out to the table. Um, that was uh, on yes. Thursdays at the 
Mary, what's the name? Mary Calendar restaurant on Ventura. Oh, Marie Calendars. Yeah. Marie Calendars. Like, yeah. Uh... We, remember, we used to go to that, and the idea was, you know, you order a bit of drink or food, whatever, to help support the business. But um, it's a, a group of people called The Table, and you can be part of their mailing list and actually use their mailing list once you've been there in person. And then once with the online thing happened here with the with the virus, they were allowing people to do it without actually having to be there in person, which was kind of nice that we were able to attend it first. And that's quite a network of actors. And you just go in, mm-hmm. post what you're trying to do. Say if you're making an independent film, you need a bunch of people, you have no money, they'll be like, well, we want experience. And everyone just suddenly makes it happen. Um, I wouldn't have wanted to do that for my current, we did a video on Friday. I don't think I would have wanted to do that. I'd rather just kind of hire a pro crew for like this release. Cause it's very important to me, but um, in general. Yeah. Like passion projects. You can definitely use that, that community of people for I'm doing the same thing with uh, the current writers group I'm with called wall. So it's almost the same thing. We we've all been doing the online zoom meetup, but they uh, usually meet in a church. Uh, they pick writers, um, like two or three writers, and then um, the then uh, people volunteer to be actors, and we read the whole thing, and then give feedback at the end of each piece. Okay, so just a couple questions for somebody who's just moved out to LA. Do you still go to the beach? I do. I've been there a couple times in the past two weeks now, actually. How is it? I miss the beach. It's it, it depends where you get it. Um, we had such a fun time, and also now with the, um, with the new pup, um, he loved running around on the beach, and he actually loves getting in the water. So, bath time every time when he gets home. Um, What's his name, and what kind of dog? Maverick. He's a mini Australian Shepherd. But also, we got him from Rebel Soul Minis, great breeder up in Oregon. Great, great, great breeder. That's exciting. Is he in the room? Can we see him? No, he is not. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. For people who've moved to LA, what part of town would you recommend? Because that's a big deal. Because some people think that downtown is the same as Santa Monica or they, from watching the hockey games and football games and seeing the Staples Centers and things like the way they film basketball games. Mm-hmm. They make it look like everyone's hanging out in Santa Monica at the game. <laughs> it's no Santa Monica's expensive. Downtown is just there's nothing to do. Downtown's downtown. rough. Yeah, there's not a lot to do downtown. It's also Seth, rough and like kind of it's it's gone downhill to say the least. Um, if you can find a place in like West Hollywood, um, the East Side, even like Los Feliz Silver Lake, is not bad if you have people with you. Um, even my even my area, I'm like on the other side of Culver City. There's a lot of better buildings nowadays that have like been tuned up, but they're still not too expensive. And there's dozens, no hundreds of places that are renting right now too, because so many a lot people of people are... left from COVID. Is the rent going down? No, no, it's not. I was hoping yeah. it would. Um, right. What's the average One rent price? Catch so if someone wants to live on their own, they're going to pay 1500 bucks for an apartment American. Yeah, and probably. Otherwise for six to 800, you can get a decent roommate situation. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to do like a one bedroom at like some of the cheapest ones I saw were like 15 or 1600. So you could split that with someone and they sleep in like a living room or some nonsense. Um, but yeah, you a studio, you could get 1200, but still that's. But you're not going to be near the beach, but are you going to be near where you, you generally want to get a place yeah, you'll be, close to your you work? Want, 
Yeah, or you want to make sure with all the actors out there, um, you want to be make sure you're central. Absolutely avoid the valley. It's not worth it. It's so, not worth it. But you also want to remember there is something called the red line, which goes from... It goes from NoHo to Hollywood and Highland. So back to the voiceover stuff, just wanted to shout out um, Jesse Keenan, a friend of mine who um, we know from several different um, Los Angeles events and, and even some of the Burning Man community. Um, I know that they have a voice coaching group and I'll post a link to that after I double check with them what the best means for that course is. I think it's good to share that with our viewers and voiceover. I didn't expect you to be in voiceover yet because you're still very much young and in front of camera kind of guy when you shave up. <laughs> right yeah this uh, is this is only because of that irish musical at this and point. ryan is actually pretty tall so i think like in these like when people interview or audition they sometimes they want someone who's taller it's not always easy to get the part so ryan generally fits that subscription or description better than a lot of the shorter actors who try so i'm pretty <laughs> sure you're still in the realm of physical auditioning and getting stuff done if you if you try so yeah I, i'm still doing that too uh, there's just a lot more content right now for voiceover. There's a lot more projects for voiceover, especially because of COVID. Like people are going more towards the animation and the like, like I don't know, 3D form of it. So people can record from their own home studio or be separated in a studio. And there was so much generated for kids during the pandemic that there's a lot that people want to ask for. And a lot of commercials... A lot of commercials too are going towards voiceover instead of having live action stuff. And if the production you're working on actually gets nominated for something, that's when you meet the cast. <laughs> right? It's After like, it's oh, we done. didn't expect that. After in video games, like... of course. Oh, that's the big thing too. There's so many video games coming out that need voiceover that like even if I do a small indie game, like I'll be I'll have something. Well, my friend Jesse was in Red Dead. So I um... know she she was some of the that's the villager exciting. voices. I think about that every time I play. That's exceptional. So I think there's a huge opportunity there for actors mm -hmm. to get into the video game world. Are you? What games are you liking actually lately as a as a player? Um. Well, Red Dead has their new D, like DLC out, so I'm going to be playing that. Um. Uh. I just finished the Final Fantasy VII remake. That you was fun. Did I am halfway through that? Still on the Switch. Yeah, on my PlayStation, I have it. It's it's fun. I, I my fun. dad my dad bought that for me for I think it was PlayStation one or two back in the one. day. I I remember having that. Yeah, I didn't have a PlayStation at the time, and we got the discs, and I finally borrowed one to play it. And my disc was scratched, so I couldn't finish the series. And now I got oh. it on the Switch now, so I'm able to yeah. finish it. Wow, because that was like 1997 when I got it. Yeah, it's an old game. Um, um, the remake, how they've been, um, how they're going to process it. They're like doing chapters of the original game as full games. I just got a Xbox One S, so oh really? I'm gonna get the Tony Hawk one and two on that because one of my buddies has an Xbox and we want to skate together on that. I don't even care about getting uh, any secret tape. I just want to go skate. So the secret tapes are fun, bro. <laughs> as you can see, my Steve Caballero. Autographed yeah. shirt, not as cop a shirt, one of the favorite things. <laughs> a lot of neat stuff going on. Um, so uh TV shows and and, and movie wise, uh any any new shows that you've been into since the I mean, year? uh I'm rewatching for like the fourth time, and this time with Jerry, uh this show called Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Bees. 
dope soundtrack, great writing. It's and it's an animated show. It's it's like a post-apocalyptic avatar. That's the level of good it is. What's the first name? Kipo. How do you spell that? K I P O. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Have you seen mm -hmm. Solar Opposites? I have seen Solar Opposites. I love how how much they like expanded the wall. Uh, yeah, the, the, the wall. political system in the wall. Oh my god, that was so funny and well done. It is not what I expected to happen. So, for those who don't know, Solar Opposites is a spin-off sort of deal from Justin Roiland, the creator of Rick and Morty or the voice of Rick, who probably wasn't making nearly as much money off of that because of all the deals he had, so I think he needed a way to to do that. But the really cool part is they're not constrained by the Rick and Morty universe with their jokes and their humor. Mm the hell was that uh, um Go. there was a tornado today nearby sort of in my area so i, I, I if no my house just rips off the roof like i wouldn't know <laughs> yeah so, crash you like the wicked witch of the west and your dog you little dog too that dog reminds you arrow oh my god arrow oh arrow too I miss a lot of LA people actually. It's kind of weird. One of my friends who I was just talking to, catching up with on Skype, who I grew up with, she was asking me who I've connected with back home. And it was like, I don't know, a few people that, that, that she doesn't know. It's kind of like you come home for a year, you don't really know, but there are a lot of good people I'm reconnecting with back home that I just, you know, you kind of take some people for granted. You, you forget about people, but it's it. there's nothing like home. There's no place like home. Mm -hmm. I think uh, you'll see that uh, when you make your trip back to Rochester, New York area this uh, coming birthday season. Uh, there's something about home, you know, there's it's yeah. really about the people, but there's just something about it. Um, I don't really want to live in LA again, unless I get an apartment there that I just crash in and then maybe own something that I sublet out, but I'd, I'd rather keep it, keep it tight in Canada. Yeah. A little bit better up there. <laughs> well, with the global warming now, apparently Hudson Bay is going to be the new frontier of water. <laughs> apparently, yeah. I'm kidding, but I think uh, eventually with the heat strokes and all the things happening, um, I mean, I wouldn't want to be in Arizona and I wouldn't want to be in Northern California for too long. Too many fire seasons. The fire seasons mm -hmm. happened a little too early this year. It scares me. I just hope they get that under control. I'm also concerned about the issues of water in California, like that strangeness about how all the water is being spent on uh, people who make almonds and ship them to the rest of the world, even though it's not the right climate for almonds. It doesn't make sense. So no. corporate America. No, right. <laughs> any sports news? Did you, I was cheering for Italy. Um, I'm sorry to anyone who thought that we were going to bring the cup home, whatever cup it was. It's not even the world cup. It's just whatever it was, the Euro. Did you watch the final? I did not watch the final. I know Italy won, though. Were you uh, a UK fan or an Italy fan for that? I don't really watch soccer, so I don't know. Italy, because because they won. Viva yeah. la revolution. Love it. No, when I was little, my mom, <laughs> my mom took us down in the uh, in Toronto over to the little Italy when they won to see it happening, and all these people were going crazy. Italia. This is like in the eighties, like nineteen eighty one or two. Mm -hmm. Just dating myself a bit. I remember that that was when they won the world cup that was epic i used to play soccer pretty religiously after that and i moved up to a small town second grade i'm and, and here it's called grade two um i made the soccer team oh look at you i was proud 
Yeah. I was always the youngest kid everywhere. Now I'm like the oldest guy that still just hanging in there. <laughs> I was pretty stoked yesterday because one of my favorite guitar players posted that uh, video that I'm in, uh, wishing him a 20th anniversary, John Petrucci. I mean, it was just nice to be included in an Ernie Ball video of 20 years. I actually, my guitar, I got the silver one. It's not up here now. Um, I got that in 2000. So I actually had the first year of that issue. And I have a 2002 and I'm waiting for my 2021 Black Majesty Stealth guitar to show up in August. OG, OG production. It's coming. They said they, they, they're making me, I think it's, they said they're going to make one more for me <laughs> and then they're going to stop production. So I'm ex really excited about that. What else so, we got, Ryan? Um, downtown um, LA. I, I don't <laughs> know. I mean, I know, I know I'm going to go soon. Have you been to any I, parties yet on the roof? Nope. I really could use. I heard Brooklyn's popping off. It is popping off. What's up with that? The people partying in Brooklyn, but LA is not happening yet. Are Strain, there... the, the 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 Delta strains hitting LA hard? Well, keep safe, my friend. Uh, so, well, I'm I'm vaccinated. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I I got double vaxxed as well, and so I hopefully can travel. And uh, to anyone who ever has any questions about that, my whole thing is ask your doctor. Don't ask me and don't ask the TV. <laughs> no point in having politics in our lives. I just want to play music and be happy. <laughs> but I'm excited that I might be able to come through the States and play some shows soon. And we're going to start with Canada. I'm not sure the deal yet, how it's going to go. But, you know, things are just slowly opening up. And it's a whole new oyster of, of explanations. You know what I'll get you to do if, if you're nearby? Maybe we'll get you to act in one of the videos. Um, I had hey, that might be fun. Well, I had an idea for you where I was going to have you play a young version of me, but you don't look like me, but I, it's not really something I need to do. So I think what we'd rather do. Yeah, that's is, for Uphill Battle Part 1, right? Uh, Uphill Battle Part 1, that's right. Because Uphill Battle Part 1 isn't done yet. That's for the second record. So Ryan just hit a nail on the head. We've got a song called Vibe and Me, Uphill Battle Part 2. And the idea for that was... It's the heaviest song I got, but I wanted to then in the next record do Uphill Battle Part 1 and do like a whole video where I show like my years before coming to LA and before the state. So like we're talking 1999 yeah. to 2002 or 3 when I was at Nortel playing in a band called Thermocline. I had a whole reunion in Ottawa on Canada Day with an entire version of Thermocline. It was wonderful. Um, and I did a podcast with Andrew from Thermocline after that and I did complain a bit in the studio about some of the things that had gone on, but I have no hard feelings about anything. And then some of them reached out to me to check in and we're all great. And I miss everyone. And uh, I figured out what went wrong with some of the projects. And I understand a lot. We all learned from it. And I think now I know that what I need to do, but more importantly, when you see people like who ask like what happened, it's like, well, no, this is what happened and why it didn't go. And it's very clear and you have to do things the right way, not the shortcut way. And when, when the singer of your band tries to, a, a replacement singer of your band tries to take a shortcut to a solo career while you're just doing a new thing, that'll generally shut the band down. And that's kind of what yeah, happened to us. Usually. And, uh, I'm, I'm no hard feelings. I'm happy where I am. I think I was launched into go do it yourself kind of mode. And mm -hmm. that's what we did. But hey, this is the Musicians Insider. We are here to talk to musicians, but today we're doing a special episode about actor, actors and people who've moved out to follow their dreams. But I bet you didn't know Ryan plays banjo. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have Jasmine around here somewhere. Oh, and there she uh, is. 
we don't need her to make an appearance at the moment. No, she she, she needs a, specific, a little tune up. Uh, a specific um what's, what's it, what are they called these days? Pork chops? A specific little lick. I'm thinking of a shanty or something from I've been listening to pork shanty. Soda. I've been listening to pork soda in my car by Primus. Oh, you haven't my been listening is, to pork soda by glass animals? My name my name is Mud at the beginning. It's got a, a, a banjo part and it goes at the very beginning of that record. We were talking about it yesterday because I saw that show in Barrie, Ontario, where Alice in Chains went on with Lane Staley right before Primus. Hmm. I got to see Alice in Chains with Lane Staley touring the Dirt record. Oh my God. You can't watch a video of that and relive it the way I relived it being there. And I just wish everyone had that memory. It's kind of like saying I got to see Pantera performing Walk on the Vulgar tour after watching the Vulgar video, which means it felt like we were in the video we had already seen while they were performing because it was the same setup, all yeah. the vulgar display up. It just felt like we were in the walk video and I got to like stage dive. <laughs> R.I.P. Dimebag Daryl. I miss that dude so much. So fucking much, man. Um, and Vinnie Paul too. But hey, what listening stuff have you got going on? I'm trying to ask you what music you're listening to. Oh, uh, boy. Um, I mean uh jerry and i we got a we got tickets to go see glass animals in september he's such a jerry though i know i love jerry I, though I he's my jerry, jerry bear um that's cool um a lot of different lo-fi mixes because i'm trying to like focus on work when i get home it really centers me um every so often i'll hit up my old school vibes with my 40s and 50s music love that shit like a little bit Brian. of martin the ink spots Ryan really uh, impresses me with the fact that he actually went back and like l listened to stuff that wasn't from his time. And when I would ask him about it, uh, Ryan, I loved how you would uh, actually know your shit. You'd be like, oh, this is like you'd actually do. A lot of people I've found that were maybe a little older than you, more of the millennials, mm -hmm. wouldn't take the time to actually like ever read anything or go back and do the research. It's just kind of like the whole, eh, I'll have the link, but I never click on it kind of people, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know how to say it, but I think it's uh, it's refreshing to know that we didn't lose it with our younger generation. Like there's people like you that actually care about knowing what the hell you're listening to and why it's and reading. He reads books and reading books and things like that. That's great. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are not well read. Nope, not anymore. Not anymore. Some I'm people still, have their ebooks, but I'm trying to read a few books here and there. I always like I'll find a really good book and it blows my mind. It's, it's maybe when I can go on the road, I can finally pick up a few uh paperbacks and stuff so um is there any links you want to promote or anything you want me to, to promote no i don't really have a lot um i'm still building my reel um and putting together i we got to fix our website <laughs> well today <laughs> at some point today i just re redirected every domain i have to aaroncronus.com and from there we there have you go with there we have a link tree that will then push you out to all the cronus and stamina sites but uh your site is still live, and if we want to content it up, I'm going to make sure that it's a WordPress a bill for you, and you will uh, have the ability to add what you need. So if you have a reel together or have any maybe news updates, I recommend you update it once a month. We'll uh, we'll talk about that offline. But uh, Ryan mm -hmm. Tracy, everyone, thank you for taking the time today to talk to me about your LA work, and uh, definitely have you back on the show. Uh, I've got you sandwiched in between, you know, a few people who have done things, a few people who are doing things, and uh, people who are yet to do things, and I think some point you'll be one of those people who've done all the above. 
So, but I'm already done one of them. <laughs> hang in there. And, I'm trying. Uh, I'll see you soon for the birthday bash and uh, let's reconnect uh, as soon as we can. Once again, thanks Ryan for having me on the show. Thank you for having me, Aaron. Let's have a